about me. This is about what God promised you. You can have it. We can have it. Hey friend, it's your host Aliyah Simone and I want to say welcome to episode two of season one. Yes, I want to thank all my subscribers, everyone, all my all the listeners who've tuned in to episode one. Episode one was just, you know, a little take about who I am. I talked about my journey, why I created this podcast and what to expect and what topics to expect on this podcast, because we're really about to get into some things and we're going to get into some things right now. If you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe, rate and leave a review tell me what you like about it tell me some things maybe that you want me to talk about or anything that you want to share you can go ahead and leave it in the comment section as a review but on this episode we're going to talk about the struggles we face when we submit totally to God the struggles we face when we submit totally to Christ because being let's be real like let's be real friend like being a Christian isn't easy. It's really not easy. And he never said it was going to be easy. And I mean, we were really already born and shaped in iniquity. And then he said to suffer is to reign with him. <laughs> so, I mean, Jesus died and got up, but he didn't make it easy on us. He said we was bought with a price. So in this episode, I just want to give some tools and some you know, you know how like they say the red flags, you notice the red flags, the red flags that I encountered when I first started out in Christ and some, even my peers that we encountered in Christ and the main ones that made us, that sometimes caught us and set us back from getting closer to where we wanted to be in God. So the scripture that I have is God understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors, the way of of transgressors is hard (laughs) y'all I told y'all I'm from Atlanta so (laughs) please bear with me when I'm talking (laughs) bear with me so again the scripture is God understanding giveth favor but the way of transgressors is hard and that's from Proverbs 13 and 15 and basically a transgressor is one who breaks the law or command and I got that scripture because God understanding he gives us favor. He has his mercy. He gives us mercy. He gives us grace. He gives us all these different things. But the way of a transgressor is hard. So the people, if you find yourself constantly like breaking the commandments, breaking the laws, going against God's will, it's hard for you. Like your path sometimes is hard because, you know, you went, you're going the opposite way. But the process is so beautiful. I mean, I literally watched myself let go all the dead weight from my life. I see myself blossoming into who I want to be. I mean, I honestly can project and see my future clearer than ever before without being indecisive about my purpose because I took the first steps to submit to him totally. And the first step is to submit to him totally, not with just what you say but really in your heart surrendering him from the heart like most of the time when I did my 
first, like, when I tried to rededicate my life to Christ, if I be honest with you, it was, you know, maybe peer pressure or, like, I just knew, like, I had this idea of, oh, Jesus is coming back soon, so let me get my life together. Let me get my life right right now. So I would go to the altar and just surrender, but my heart wasn't changed. It wasn't like I wanted, when I got up from doing all that crying and I would go back home and it was no change like there was no transition in my mind or transformation in my mind to actually like pursue God the way that I am pursuing him now and that's because it wasn't with my heart I don't think well I know my heart wasn't totally in it that's what I would say I would say my heart was not totally in it so the first thing when you become, when you get that fresh start is to make sure that your heart posture is all the way in. Even if you sometimes you might make a mistake, but it's your heart posture that you know that you want to change. You go, you're you will you're willing to let things go, let people go, and you have a repentive heart because the main person that it was only one person that the Bible speaks about that had um th- the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart and that's because David had a repentive heart so that's another thing that you need in this fresh start is the, the right heart posture from everything you do is from your heart as well as a repentive heart so this podcast we're going to talk about all the struggles that that we face to submit totally and I want to make this very clear all of our struggles won't be the same and no sin is better or worse than another sin. Most people think that because they tell small lies that it's not the same to someone who smokes weed or, you know, bops to church, listen to city girls. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see you, sis, bopping to city girls on your way to church. Like, that, to God, sin is sin. And the only thing, the only thing, well, the only unforgivable sin is blasphemy. And if you're listening right now, let's take a moment to bow our heads and pray that we haven't done that in our past. (laughs) Okay, because today's a new day and we are pressing towards the mark of our high calling. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. We are. Okay, friend, we are. We're pressing towards the mark. But let's get back to the purpose of this podcast. Sometimes. I may feel my help coming and drop a gem <laughs> or declare something that can, if, you, if you're with me, help you evolve or elevate from that place of lack or uncertainty from where you once were. So my first thing that you, like we talked about earlier, that you have to deal with is submission. And submission is the act or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. The scripture says in James 4 and 7, submit, the, submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So a way, some ways to submit to him is consistency. Basically, friend, just pick a day or two out the week to get to know him more, fast more. Because something only can be done, some things only can be done through fasting and prayer. Some things that you go through can only be broken off of you through fasting and prayer so this is a way to break your will fasting is a good a perfect way to break your will and to accept his um and to accept his will for your life basically prayer is the ultimately the foundation of building a relationship with him it's the most effective way to communicate with god 
And another thing is when you pray, because I used to do this all the time. Like, I used to pray all the time, and I'd be like, man, I want to hear his voice. I want him I want him to talk to me sometimes, but I would pray and then just get right back up. <laughs> I would pray, get back up, start my day, go ahead about my day. You know what I'm saying? But my, my spiritual mentors told me, when you get done praying, take some time out to just be be quiet so he can speak to you too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're talking to someone, you don't want someone to just be talking, talking, talking. They never get to say anything. Like, he wants to talk to you. But you have to get in a position where you can be quiet and you can have a place where you can listen to him so he can speak to you and you'll be able to hear him. So that's another thing to think about and actually do is when you're praying to God, take some time to just be quiet. Be still so that he can speak to you. He might say a scripture. He might give you a song. You just never know. However, he wants to talk to you. He will talk to you because he love he he will talk. Trust me, he will talk to you. The next one that you know people struggle with when they, they come to Christ is acceptance from peers. We worry about peers' opinions, like what they think, what they might say. They might it might stop you from taking those steps to Christ or even when you do cross over it might hinder you from expressing him openly without compromising what you believe is because of peers what your friends may think and the scripture that came to me was and be ye not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for do I now persuade persuade men or God or do I seek to please men? For if, if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. That came from Romans 12 and 2 and Galatians 1 and 10. So solutions for that is boundaries. Or you might just have to let them go. Because let's be real. Two can't walk together unless they agree. Once you do cross over to the faith and you're pursuing God for real, for real. And you really want to build that authentic relationship with God. Some things and some people just have to go. And you can let it happen and dissolve organically, naturally. You could put those boundaries up, may not hang out with them all the time like how you used to, minimize the time that you speak to them. And organically, naturally, it's just going to dissolve on its own if you don't want to, like, go. If you don't want to be that bold, you know that bold friend that's just like, I can't do this no more, yeah, I'm moving on. Because we don't want to be, you know, sometimes we don't want to be like that. Sometimes our friendships, we've been in friendships for so long. We've known friends for so long, and then when you cross over to Christ, they still some friends are still doing what they did in your past, and you don't want to be entangled in those things again. So you have you might just have to create those boundaries or let people go. So you won't have to deal with the peer pressure. You won't have to deal with the whole idea of shame or someone pointing their fingers at you or looking at you crazy or trying to bring up your past. You don't have to deal with that. Because he made all things new. You become a new creature in Christ. So you don't want to have those friends that remind you of who you once was. Who you once were. So it's always good to fellowship with other believers. When you get into a a church that teaches you the word. Fellowship with other those other um, people in your church. So, and befriend them. Show yourself friendly. So you can befriend them and you can create new friends. The other thing, friend, that 
stops us from hinders us from growing in Christ after that first start sometimes is the idea of the unknown not knowing God personally enough to build and the scripture that came to me was Proverbs 8 and 17 when he says I love them that love me and those that seek me early shall find me so sometimes we withdraw ourselves because we've been in the we've been in the faith for so long and we still feel like we don't know God or we don't hear God or he may not be listening to us but seek him early seek him and you will find him and the solution to that really is just reading his word and being accountable seeking him daily and wanting to pursue that relationship with him showing your eagerness to get to know him more and more on a personal level and he will give you your portion Whatever your heart desires that is righteous, he will give it to you, friend. Like anything that you desire of him, he will definitely give it to you. He will not withhold anything from you. Anything you need, he has it. And he wants to give it to you. So the idea of the unknown, not knowing God personally enough to build, is simple. Read his word. Don't be afraid. Don't be a shy to talk to him. Let him know what you got going on. Tell him about your day. Check in with him. See how he feels sometimes. Sometimes we be so full of ourselves and we don't even check in with him to see how he feels. How he feels today. What he want to talk about today. Ask him how he feels and he will tell you. Friend, we already on. That was number three, okay? I think I'm on the roll, okay? So we got It's another one that really, really was, it was a struggle for me. Like, I could be honest with you. It was a struggle for me. When I first came out, you know, when I rededicated my life to Christ, it was a struggle for me. And it is willfully sinning. A lot of people don't talk about willfully sinning. We try to, like, put it under the rug. But it's something that really affects people in their faith. And it really can hinder you growing in God, growing how you want to grow in God and your pursuit of an authentic relationship with him. And the scripture that came to me was Hebrews 10 and 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. Let me read that again. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, after you've been saved, after you've crossed over, you've said you want to give your life to Christ, you surrendered, you're reading your word a little bit, you you know, you going to church actively, participating. If we sin willfully after that, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins for us. That's the word. <laughs> like, that's what the word is saying. That's in Hebrew. That's after Jesus, the gospels. That's the word. Because willfully sinning basically is you knowing better, but you choose not to do better. It's past like temptation. Temptation, you identified the temptation, but you still was in pursuit of doing it. You still did it. And that's some things that I had to deal with. I had to deal with that. Jesus had to deal with that. We had to work that thing out together. So some solutions is work out your salvation. <laughs> Simple, work out your salvation. Don't go to places that trigger you or cause you to be victim of temptation. Don't go over his house, friend. <laughs> just don't. You know he gonna be looking good. 
you know he's still tall he tall he you know he's still tall chocolate fine smell good you already know that so don't go over there because you know you still battling with that you still battling with that little itch not well we're not gonna say itch y'all friend we're not gonna say itch you still burning with that desire of the unknown <laughs> we'll say that of the unknown don't go over there friend do not even no don't do it don't answer that phone call don't respond to that text don't try to go up to that social gathering and you know you're gonna be tempted to do something or say something you're not supposed to say or do it's work out we have to work out our own salvation and I know that it may seem like everything may be unpleasing and yes this is a fresh start but that's why we appreciate grace because with it we can ask for forgiveness pray lead us not into temptation but deliver me from evil that's the lord's prayer lead me not into temptation but deliver me from all evil those secret things you deal with are just as evil as the things that may appear that may appear as open sin those secret things that you do like even if you just out here doing small lies or just being manipulative or being self-righteous or being or not showing as much charity as you should or not being as loving as you should all those different secret things that you do the matter of the heart that only god can see is just as evil and just as bad as open sin just as if you get caught cheating it, it's just as bad like i said before no sin is higher than the other sin and he sees it all the same and he wants us all to be pure in heart he said only the pure in heart will see him friend so that's the things we have to remind ourselves in this new fresh walk with christ these next few fresh steps we have for him of us rededicating our lives to christ these steps these these solutions we can do to prevent ourselves from going back to the drawing board all the time we feel like sometimes you feel like when you rededicate your life to christ like you always going back to this place you always dealing with this situation just look at those patterns identify those patterns identify those things that are your stumbling blocks or your mountains that you have to deal with ain't submit it to christ work out your own salvation be vulnerable with god let him know like um jesus i know you said i can't do this but i'm struggling with this help me with this he's gonna help you he will help you he will help you friend it's not he's not going he will help you he will attend to you he will hear your cry he will incline incline into your ear into your cry and help you in those times of struggle in your times of weakness he makes you strong because you're more than a conqueror that's a fact friend you are more than a conqueror so you can overcome anything that you deal with any struggle that you deal with you can overcome it and another thing manifest your relationship and accept the now i remember when i was gave my life to christ and i rededicated my life to christ I was not accepting it all. I wanted to be already in the holies of holies. I wanted to be up there sitting on the cloud with Jesus. Let's make it. Come on, let's do this thing. Let's do it. You feel me, Team Jesus? Let's let's make it. Let's let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I was really like that. My zeal and my thirst after Him was like so high. It still is. It's still like I still go crazy about Jesus, but it's like it was on a whole nother level. <laughs> like I did not accept it now. And if 
if I didn't get that thing, like let's say I pray for something and didn't happen or something, I was in prayer and I didn't go to a certain level that I usually would go to. My worship level wasn't where it usually was. I would be like, okay, he's not near me. He's not close to me. That's not true. Just because... I didn't tap in on that level before like I did the other day does not mean he's not with me. I need to accept the present, live in the now, accept where I am now. I don't I can't I can't appreciate what he's doing in my life now if I'm worried about me what the tap in that I did last prayer session. Like that's not what that's not what God wants us to focus on. And sometimes that could be a hindrance to us. Because I got restless. Like, I want to be in my, I want to be in his will. And I actually felt sometimes I wasn't in his will, but I actually was operating in his will. Because I wasn't performing in the magnitude that I thought I should be. I didn't think I was in his will, but that's not true. I was in his will. I was working in his will. And that's some things that, as a beginner in Christ, we have to accept. That's some things we have to identify and cherish is the now, where we are present in our process, in our journey with Christ. So some solutions is when you want that relationship or pure and authentic genuine first start with God, speak it. While speaking it, I want you to embrace, I want you to embrace the now and keep working towards it. Whatever level that you want to be in God, if you feel like oh, it's a certain spiritual level you want to be in God, I want you to keep working towards it, friend. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep knocking on the door at him. Keep talking to him. Hey, Jesus, I'm here. I'm I'm right here. What is it that you want me to do in this moment? What did you want me to do in this season? Because I believe that God has a word for all of us in season. You know, some people be all out of season. They be thinking that they in the will of God, but you be all out of season. <laughs> God not God not there no more. He he done with that season in your life. He in a whole nother season. So tap in whatever you want it. In times of discouragement, pray. Listen to an uplifting song. To get you back on track. Get involved in church. That's another. Get involved in church. I'm telling you. Getting involved in church. When you start to serve other people. You understand. Your level and your relationship with God gets to another level. Because it's just not about you. You're just not praying about you. You actually are serving other people. You have other people that you're looking out for. Other people that you want to pray for. That you want that you want to push and empower. And help get see them get to that level. And their purpose. And they will in Christ like you. So get involved in your church and meet other peers pursuing God. Or you could just DM me. <laughs> you can DM me. We could talk about it. We can get into some things, whatever you're dealing with. But I want you to know that I want you to embrace your now and keep working towards it. Because you can always DM me because we can talk. We can get into some things. We can whatever you want to deal with, whatever you're dealing with, we can talk about it because he said, bear one another. We give each other strength and we ignite one another to help us evolve into who God wants us to be. I want you to keep working at it till you become who you're supposed to be. Renew your mind daily. Focus on those things. Think on those things that's lovely. When things get hard in this first start and you rededicate your life to God and you're trying to tap into the next level in Christ, renew your mind. Think about think think about it differently. Think about your, the perspective. Think about where you are in God differently. 
and embrace your now embrace your present and be grateful and thankful because you're not in the same place you was last year or two days ago or a month ago or two months ago and that's something to be thankful and proud about is that you're not that same person you're not that same person that was out here taking that man you wasn't i mean listen you're not the same person that was taking um cis man you you got off being committing adultery <laughs> you, you you're not the same person that was um smoking that blunt your friend you moved on you ain't you ain't there no more and no one can take you back to that being that person you're not lying like you was before you're not that cheater you was before friend you're not that person no more embrace that now embrace who you are a lot of people may not see how much you've grown even the secret things you might deal with even the little mental things you have done you have you have overcome people don't see that but those are milestones in your life and that's something that you can be a proud about friend that's something that you can embrace friend because it's not easy like i said before this race is not easy this journey won't be easy but in the end, the promise he gave us is we'll be just like him. So that's why I want you to continue to fight, continue to stay the course. Because in the end, when you look up and you in that new body, sis, okay, that new body, not the one that they worked on, but I'm talking about the new body that Jesus is going to give you. You're going to be just like him. And no one can take that from you. Literally no one, friend, no one can take that from you. That glory that you will have, no one has seen it yet. No one has seen it. You can't even think. But the Bible says that his thoughts are not like your thoughts. His ways are not like your ways. And I want people to tap into that, that mentality. That even if I feel like he not here, he most likely might be. Because his thoughts and his ways are not like my ways. He could be right sitting right next to me, seeing everything that I'm going through. And mapping it all out because he gave us a promise. He gave us promises that everything will work out for your good. Even if you fall short from whatever you are struggling, just allow his grace to come in because his grace is sufficient and he can save you. And he's merciful. His new mercies every single day, friend. Every single day he gives us new mercies. So there's nothing, nothing that he won't forgive you of. There's nothing that's too, it's nothing that's, that you may think that he can't, you know, take away from you. Nothing too hard for him. Nothing, literally nothing is too hard for him. But we try to put him in a box and limit him. And sometimes that hinders us in our relationship with him. Because we try to box him in. But no, he won't be boxed in, friend. <laughs> you know, like, I was this video I was watching... And the lady was talking about how we try to box the Holy Spirit in and the Holy Spirit be like looking at us like, girl, no, <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do. And he and that's exactly what he is going to do. He's going to do what he wants to do. And he can do it for you. That's what I'm saying. If you need that desire, if you feel like your desire for Christ is coming down, he can give you that desire. You just pray for it. Lord, I need that desire back. I need that thirst back for you. I done fell off. I haven't been praying for like two or three weeks. My life is going crazy, Lord. I need your help. He's going to be present to help you, friend. And you know I'm your friend, so I'm going to let you know. You know, I'm going to let you know. Like, friend, he here. He, he, he want to talk to you, friend. He said he withhold nothing from you. His blessings are yes and amen. <laughs> His thoughts about you are always good. 
That's what you got to tell yourself. That's why you got to read your word. So when you get in times where you feel bad and you feel down and you feel like, you feel like there's, you, it's just too much for you to bear. The word of, the word of God is your strength. It's your, it's your joy. It's your song. So friend, I'm just, those are my tips I had for you on this episode. Those are my tips for this episode. Those are the different concerns and different things that push people back from getting to that level in Christ. And I'll repeat them. The first one was submission. You have to remember your will has to be broken before you can enter into any next level in God. Your will is going to break. Whatever you have, whatever is going on in your life is going to break. He gonna he gonna tear it down because he wants to get the glory. He want to ma- manifest his glory through you. So your will has to be broken to get to that next level. The next one was acceptance from peers and that peer pressure. Remember, friend, we're not worried about what people have to say. Two can't walk together unless they agree. Some people you have to let go. Some people you have to build those boundaries for. But it's always gonna be worth it in the end. The next one was. The idea of the unknown, not knowing God personally enough to build. The idea of, I don't know what's going to happen, or I feel like I'm going to have to give everything away to be, you know, to do this, to be in Christ. Or, you know, like people just say a lot of things when they, before they come to Christ, but that's not true. That's definitely not true. You have to show your eagerness. You have to show him that you really want it. You want him for yourself. And he will make himself known to you. Because my question to you, friend, is if you don't complete his will for your life, did you ever really live? <laughs> did you ever really live? That's a question we all have to answer to. In the end, did we really complete his will? Did we really finish the job? But... The next one that hinders our pursuit to get closer to Christ is willfully sinning. We know better, but we don't want to do better. The next, the last one was manifest that relationship you want with him and accept it now. Be present. All times. Be present at all times in every aspect of the journey, every aspect of the relationship, every level of glory. Be present so that you be able to receive what he really has for you, friend. And like I said before, in the end, we're going to be just like him. There's no doubt in my mind. If you continue to pursue God with your whole heart and you love him with your heart, mind, soul, strength, in the end, you're going to be just like him. Friend, we're going to be just like him in our new bodies, okay? In our new bodies. So thank you for listening to episode two. Please, if you haven't already, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Let me know what you think about this episode or what you think about the podcast so far. And thank you and see you on the next episode.